Quick little update. If you are interested in joining the Break Up With Booze Challenge, that is going to be February 20th through the 24th. So those are the new upcoming current dates for this amazing transformative challenge that we're going to talk about. Uh, It's February 20th through the 24th, and you'll be able to log in and register at breakup.vibewithstephanie.com. Well, hey there and happy February. I am so happy to be back. Update. Everything is fine. I know the last podcast you probably heard was the one about my mom and I was crying, but you know what? It felt really good and I feel amazing now. So I highly recommend feeling those feelings, letting them wash in like waves and then let it go just like another set of waves. It feels really good. Totally worth it. 10 out of 10. Highly recommend. So we just finished wrapping up dry January. And let me just tell you, that was such a rewarding and challenging, amazing, fulfilling, long month. (laughs) January was like, somebody said it's January 74th. And I totally agree with that. That was a very long month. But we got through it. Here we are. And dry January was just really interesting because I got to see women from all walks of life, all ages, join this group coaching that I did. And everyone had different reasons for wanting to quit. Everyone had different challenges that came up. Someone's dog died. Someone had their very first sober S-E-X. Someone had a breakup. And so there were all these different challenges that we are just not used to going through without a drink in our hand. So it was really kind of neat to be on the front line and to be able to help immediately when something like that came up or caused a trigger. So I do that all the time with my one-on-one coaching, but it was just an interesting kind of a bird's eye view, getting to see everyone at one time going through this together. And some made it longer than others, and some only wanted to do the challenge for 31 days, and then they're going to move on and go on about their lives and try to moderate after doing Dry January, which I know a few of my friends Back in the day when I was not able to ever do a dry January, I was never able to do three days. And some of my friends were heavy drinkers with me, not never as heavy as I was, of course, but we would all go drinking and then they would do dry January and it would be annoying. I was like, how are they able to do that? And they just blew through it and it was no big deal. But meanwhile, I couldn't even get through three days. So if that's you and you're just not in the place where you could do a month yet or three days yet, I totally get it because I was there. And if you did do it, then I am so freaking proud of you, especially if you did it, not like my girlfriends that don't have problems did it, but if you did it alongside me and it was sticky and it was different and uncomfortable and you got through it and, or even if you didn't get through it, even if you just put yourself in the position where you're learning, I am just really, really proud of you. And I want to give a special shout out, I won't name any names, to two of my one-on-one coaching clients that are almost near the end of their journey with me, unless they decide to keep going. But I am so proud of your progress. I am so proud of your progress. Thank you for letting me be on this journey with you. I know you're listening, and I just wanted to say thank you so much for letting me be here with you. Having said that, if anybody is looking for a private coach, let me know. I have two spots just getting ready to open up, and I would love to help you with that. 
But we're here now to talk about Freedom February. My girlfriend, Tara, who is a sober sister of mine, and she is a friend, and she's an admin of our Sober Vibes with Stephanie Facebook group. She's awesome. She came up with this name. I don't know if it's out there in the universe, but she said, it's Freedom February. And I was like, oh my God, I I have to keep that name. So we're going to do Freedom February this month. And I wanted to talk about five of the ways that I can think of just off the top that sobriety has given me freedom. So much freedom. This is one of the other unexpected gifts and wins that sobriety has given me. When I tell you that I felt stuck and I felt like I was definitely going down and getting taken down by alcohol, I guess I just didn't realize how deep it was and how lost and how gone I was. And you'll see that as you start to sober up, you're going to see how much freedom you're gaining back and how much free time you're gaining back. I'll just start with free time. I mean, the amount of time that I put towards thinking about drinking, there's not even an app or a calculator that could help me figure out the amount of time that I lost planning and stressing and thinking about drinking, not even the act of drinking, just thinking about it and stressing about it. Because towards the end, I had to plan my alcohol use and intake and driving. And if someone would invite me to a baby shower, I would go to the baby shower and make sure that I had wine when I got home. Or if I went to brunch with a friend and I knew we were going to get smashed, I would have to make sure that I had wine when I got home. Even if I got home completely hammered, I would have to have that one last glass of wine. And maybe I wouldn't even drink it. Maybe I would pour it and it would sit by my bedside table. But I had to make sure I had that. It was like a pacifier. And so just the time put in thinking about and arranging and making sure I had it, gaining that time back has been magical. Magical. I'm going to give you a few other ways that I found freedom in quitting drinking. So because drinking pretty much had a hold on my thoughts, my actions, my decisions, I made some pretty bad decisions. I made, you know, when you're hungover constantly or drunk, you're either hungover or you're drunk all the time, you're going to make some pretty bad decisions. I have friends that like do really stupid things just because they're a little bit slightly hungover falling and breaking their ankle because they decided to step on a table and they were a little bit hungover. And we have to be careful getting older that we're not losing our balance and losing our step and missing steps because we're hungover. It used to be cute and funny. I, I twisted an ankle really freaking bad because I was hungover or drunk. I forget which one. But we're just making really bad decisions and getting really negative consequences. And that could be something as little as twisting an ankle, or that could be something as big as going to jail because you drank too much or you mouthed off to a cop or you, you know, just any God knows the reasons you can go to jail. And I was thinking about this the other day because I do have a coaching client who told me that she went to jail and it's like, whether you were guilty or innocent, it doesn't really matter, does it? If you're drunk, you're guilty. If you're drunk, you can't stick up for yourself. You can't tell your side of the story. You could tell it, but nobody's going to believe you. Things just get way out of hand when you're drinking. And same when you're hungover. 
your emotions are really high. Your cortisol level is high, that your stress is high when you're hungover. Even if you don't think so, it is. Your heart's a little bit irregular and it's hard to stick up for yourself, defend yourself if you are drunk or hungover. So being free, I have said out loud before, if I don't ever drink again, I will never go to jail again. It's a fact. I will never go to jail again because I am never going to drink again. But if I drink, if I have one sip, I cannot make that promise. If I have one sip of alcohol, it's going to lead to a lot more than that, which is going to lead to poor decision making. I don't have to worry about going to jail. I don't have to worry about buying the entire bar drinks or putting brunch on my credit card or shopping late at night drunk. I don't have to worry about the look on my son and my husband's face when I wake up in the morning. Like, what did I do last night? What did I say? Did I slam the door? You know what I mean? Like, I just don't. I'm in control of myself and I will not go to jail unless somebody screws with my son. And then that's a whole different story. But even then, I will have more wherewithal. Is that a word? That's an old old school word. I will have more wherewithal. So I doubt that I'll be going to jail because I, I won't lose my temper quite as badly as I would if I was drunk or hungover. So we got time freedom. We have freedom from negative consequences. Here's the third one. Freedom from shame and guilt. None of us deserve the shame and the guilt and the self-loathing and the way that we speak to ourselves after we drank and said we wouldn't, or after we drank and wake up feeling like crap because we did something awful or said something awful. How bad we all speak to ourselves on a daily basis with or without alcohol. But then when we drink and we didn't want to, or we, you know, let ourselves down or we weren't able to moderate, the negative self-talk is just awful. And that's why I say your self-esteem is going to be so much higher almost immediately when you just get three days under your belt. Day four, you're like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And then that gives you a little bit of boost of self-esteem. I don't remember speaking to myself so poorly unless I was hungover or drinking. It just doesn't happen anymore. And it's like this, I mean, it's like really low vibes. Alcohol is low vibing and keeping you down. So give yourself the freedom from that 3 a.m. waking up, instant shame, instant guilt, instant regret. We don't have to do that anymore. It's freedom February, and we are no longer going to talk to ourselves like that. And you, you're still a woman. You're still a mom. You're still going to have a little bit of negative self-talk. I mean, everybody does, but not to the extent that you've been doing it. And I know that you have. I know you have. I have when I was drinking. My students do it. It's, it's brutal. So let's lighten up on ourselves a little bit. Quit drinking. And you're going to get that freedom back. You never have to wonder what you said or did the night before. We have freedom to pursue your goals. I have said this before, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, that there was something just holding me back. I didn't know what it was. I thought I felt gross because I was a cigarette smoker and I felt like I had some secret and I didn't want to attribute the way I was feeling to alcohol. I was like, it can't be wine. Everybody drinks wine. 
Surely that's not keeping me. This lady drinks wine and she's at the top of her company. That lady drinks wine all the time and look at her. There, She's having the time of her life. So it can't be the wine. It's got to be maybe my skills suck. Maybe I'm not a leader. Maybe I am just average and I have nothing to offer anyone. Now I know that it was the alcohol. It was the big dark secret. It was the thing lowering my vibe, keeping me from pursuing any dream, any goal. How could I help anybody? I could barely help myself. But it's like the fog lifts. Once you quit drinking, the freedom to think again is just amazing. It's like, when I say fog, I mean, yeah, the brain fog, yes, that lifts. But I mean, reality fog, which some of us drink because we don't want the reality to set in. So I get it if that sounds kind of scary for you. But like, whoa, you're going to realize so many things around you aren't what they seemed. And that's a good thing because next thing you know, you'll start a business, you'll start a podcast, you'll start knitting, you'll start making new friends, you'll start just kind of coming out of your shell and pursuing things that you wanted to pursue all along. And I'm all about that. I'm all about reinventing yourself. And like, I don't know if you've been seeing, but I started the jump roping like I've been wanting to do. And it's been a blast. I feel like a new person. I'm only on day five. And Lord help me, I have to stick with this for 31 days. That's my deal. I've got to stick with it. And I have all the tools that I need to be able to stick to something for 31 days. I can share those with you too. Oh, I have a surprise, actually. I will be sharing those with you. Not today, but it's coming. Something really, 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 really cool that I think you're going to love. But reinventing yourself is important in the sobriety stage. But in order to do that, quitting drinking is going to be pretty key in doing that. You've got to quit drinking so that the fog lifts. All the junk and the crap you've been telling yourself and the low vibes fall away. And then you are free to do new things. And it's so much fun. It's not boring. Whoever said being sober was boring lied. They lied. I keep myself on my toes all the time. <laughs> I'm still a cuckoo. So you will still be too. You'll be more fun. You'll be way more fun. The clarity, the focus, you're going to have all that come back. Not day one, not day 31, but it starts to come back and you will be able to start something new and pursue the things that you've always wanted to do. Now, last but not least is the freedom to finally enjoy your life. I was not enjoying my life. Every moment was spent thinking about the next drink. And you may not be there yet. Maybe you're not there yet. But do you think about the drink that you can have on Friday night? Do you wait all week for your Friday night drink? Do you wait all week so that you can reward yourself on Friday night? Because if you are, it's almost the same thing. Imagine not having to wait all week and, and then get smashed on the weekends and then go back to work hungover and then you got to wait again another week. And it's like torture and punishment. It really is. You may think you're living for the weekend but it really, when, when that is gone, you are free. You are truly free. I can go wherever I want. It does not matter if it's day or night. I don't have to plan my alcohol consumption or the hangovers or whether I'll get a DUI tonight. It's, it's freaking amazing. You're going to get to find new hobbies, new interests, maybe new relationships, and lead an actual fulfilling life. 
I think about it all the time. Maverick asked me to do some magnets with him last night around 8 o'clock, 8.15. It was getting ready for his bedtime, and he brought out these little magnets, and he wanted to stack them up and make rocket ships and stuff. I would have been pretty lit by 8.15. There's no way I would have engaged with him to even do that. I would have wanted to send him to bed and just be done with it. My patience is better and I'm fully enjoying life. And he's going to have memories with his mommy because we're doing things now. We were kayaking. We were fishing. I took him fishing just a few days ago. I would have had to bring a cooler of beer. And it's kind of the same thing with smoking. I remember the first time I walked out of the door and I didn't have cigarettes with me and I didn't have, I was like, oh, I'm free. I'm freaking free to not have to carry cigarettes and alcohol. I would carry coolers of alcohol around with me wherever I went. Going to a friend's house, I'm going to bring wine. I'm going to get another bottle of wine for the for the ride home. If I'm going to brunch, I'm going to bring champagne. And what am I going to have after the champagne's gone? You can't just drink champagne all day. You got to have a bottle of wine or White Claw or on and on and on. And then in early sobriety, I did always bring alcohol-free stuff with me everywhere. Even recently, I went to meet a girlfriend for lunch. And the time before I went to meet her for lunch, I brought a non-alcoholic white wine with me because I was like, this girl triggers me. That's my best drinking buddy, friend, oldest friend of all time. We're going to go to lunch. She's going to have wine. I'm bringing alcohol-free wine. And I did. But this time we went and I didn't. I'm free. I don't have to lean on that stuff anymore. But that is not to say, because I know a few of you are listening that are in my uh, one-on-one coaching sessions or in my group sessions, you hang on to that alcohol-free stuff as long as you want to. I had some just the other night. It wasn't a necessity. It was like, I want this. It's nice. We're eating out. We're eating dinner outside. I want to have this wine. And it was a want kind of thing. But I want you to lean on it as long as you need and you want to. Keep it in the house. Don't feel like you have to wean yourself off that because you don't. Don't punish yourself. This is not punishment. This is all about exploring, finding new things, being playful, and having ways to reward yourself that don't include poisoning your insides and dying and making bad decisions. Okay? So having said that I don't have to lean on the alcohol-free but I use it when I want to. I still will use it when I want to. I'm going to order more of that wine. That was really, really good. I'll put my link somewhere. I don't know how to, I should know how to do this now, but it was Sauvignon Blanc alcohol-free and it did the trick. It felt the other night like it was like a summer night and we, I did not want to cook. I don't know if I have like an extraordinarily small dishwasher. We had to have it put in because the little old lady who lived here before, she had it taken out and removed so she could have more cabinet space. Well, when we moved in, I was sure that there was a dishwasher here, but there wasn't. And so we had to put one in. And I'm not sure if it's so small or what, but I get overwhelmed because I'm doing breakfast, lunch and dinner here all the time for these dudes. And anyway, that night I was like, "I I can't cook. I'm not cooking. Can you please go pick up something from Outback? So he went and I told Maverick while he went out to grab the food, I was like, let's have dinner outside. And I set it up really nice and it looks so pretty. And I lit the tiki torch and I was like, this would be a perfect time for this alcohol-free wine. And even my husband said how nice it was not to just be drinking water all the time with dinner because that's what we've been doing. 
So make sure you have alcohol-free stuff. It is it is a game changer in early sobriety. And even if you're not trying to get sober, sober for good forever, use it as like a in-between, as like a replacement sometimes. You don't always have to be drinking alcohol. It's a good way to try and moderate if you're not to the point where you can't moderate anymore. So that was a tangent on alcohol-free stuff, which I did not mean to get to, but I did want to say that the freedom is coming when you don't have to bring a dang thing with you out the door, but your keys and your kid. So I just love that the freedom to enjoy life, that has to be one of the best perks. It's not guaranteed that all your worries are going to wash away when you quit drinking, but it helps you get through the challenges much, 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 much easier. It sets you up to where you can give yourself some personal development and self-care, which I know you've been lacking. It gives you stability. It gives you a sense of purpose. This is freedom. This is freedom. And I can promise you every single one of the things that I mentioned here, you will get freedom from quitting drinking. So I hope you check it out. If you want, I do have the coaching open. Two spots are open. You can check the link. I will put it below. It'll be a Calendly link. You can just book your own time there. We have Breakup with Booze coming up February 20th. Super excited. This one is going to be, they've all been amazing, but I'm expanding and adding and it's just amazing. And I love it. It's a four day challenge. It's four days. Anybody can do anything for four days. We treat it like it's a breakup with your boyfriend. I show you exactly the ways to ditch this booze and kind of just change your mindset. That's really the the biggest thing is changing your mindset. Stop looking at it like it's this glamorous thing and get to know it for what it really is, which is a toxic piece of crap that won't let you live your life. So um, it's fun. It's informative. It's transformative. Hope to see you there. That link is breakup.vibewithstephanie.com. And then we have Reinvent You coming up, which is eight weeks of showing you how to get your life back once you do break up with the booze. So I will drop all those links in this whatever in the notes and the alcohol-free wine that I found. All right. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, friend. If you've been thinking about getting sober, but you don't want to go to AA, you don't want to tell all your friends, you totally should check out my Sober Up to Glow Up program. It's 30 days. It's self-paced, but it's guided by me. So every single day you get to log on and you get a new video. And some of the things we talk about are moderation, triggers, cravings, what to expect. We do yoga. We do breathing techniques. You're going to get a journal and affirmations and a private support group. It's awesome. Check it out at vibewithstephanie.com slash glow up.